Hey everyone, thank you for joining this week's episode of the Bullrock Sports Show. My name is TJ Hawk, I'm joined by DJ Penny the Bull. We are back with episode 107 of the Bullrock Sports Show. It's crazy to say that, that we have been making that many episodes, and we've made like a thousand bonus episodes, so if we really <laughs> calculate and, and put them in a spreadsheet how many it's been, it's far more than... 107, but yeah, legit episodes. Here we are. Excited to be back. And this week's topics, our beginning topic for this week is more Chicago Bulls news, opinions, and discussion. We have a little bit of news since we last talked. The Bulls have came back after the All-Star break. And... We believe we mentioned it, but just as a refresher, the Bulls make a few moves at the All-Star break and waiver wire signing. Uh, veteran point guard, Patrick Beverly. He's from the area. He is a uh, very skilled, pass first, also can score from deep and inside point guard. Yeah, that's what they call a combo guard. Yeah, combo guard. Yeah, he's... Um defensive defensive point guard is what you would call and is he Lonzo Ball? no but I think he's a good move he's he's special he's a special player I would say that and he fits as well because I like Aodosumu but he is just very inexperienced and ain't ready no for the the line yet (laughs) So. And if the Bulls really want to sneak in as a attempt seed, getting a veteran with leadership, and uh, he's been there before, and Pat Barber is a good move. Yeah, it takes a lot of pressure from Ion. Like, I feel like he's feeling it too much. Uh, and th- this is a good move. And it's it's a dream come true for someone to, to come back home and be with their their hometown team. Um, it's really dope to see um, IMO. So seeing someone that is more of a uh, vet point guard, like who knows how to get done, who's been to the playoffs, like CJ Hot just said. Uh, very proud to welcome him. And for the longest, he came from a really actually a fairly bad high school as I was just reminded of um, and yeah he had rough rough beginnings I had to see a lot here but he he's definitely become one of the best players in the league and definitely a good defensive move for us sorely needed and it really has excited the team uh, definitely gives the the kick in the ass that, that we need to push further to really make the playoffs, not just to play in, not just to sit here to get to play in, but to push in and not worry about the draft picks. Like let's let's get it done now. Let's get to let's push it past five hundred if we can, if you will. So Pat Bev is the one to do it. It, it takes everyone, so I like how so far that he's 
he's been able to motivate everyone to um, the word that's been used um, hold them accountable for mistakes and during the game I like how we see like the bulls of old like seeing someone like Pat Beverly uh, pointing like that's how I imagine like successful teams are like they do that so we need someone that would actually be able to control the ball and be able to get just create those like right moments for us so I'm happy to say that so far it's been a plus we've been having uh, blown out uh, blowout games <laughs> because of him I feel like so where the Bulls are as of uh, March 9th is they are 30 and 36 in very close their record in the standings they are on the bubble their 11th seed as of today and they're close to the playing area in the Eastern Conference their the Eastern Conference the bottom is like really jumbled the teams are 33 and 33 34 and 32 like Half. all the teams are right there the Bulls at 30 36 are close basically when the games that you're supposed to <laughs> yep when the games are supposed to, to can yeah such as the Rockets <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah win the games and hope that other teams in the east don't have good winning streaks and the Bulls cannot have any more heavy losing streaks like four in a row, three in a row. They cannot have that. If they do, I think their chances are flushed down the toilet. I think they will be eliminated if they have any more losing streaks. Yeah. It's the one hump they cannot get over. They can get over the Bucks, but so far, there's still def- um, the six- 76ers are still undefeated against us for a long time, so we need to be able to beat uh, for our fellow East Eastern Conference team. Yeah, I think the Bulls just need to beat the bottom dwellers in the East and Western Conference. At least hold serve against some in the Eastern Conference or Western Conference. Uh, better foes. And the Bulls are extremely, maddeningly, in my opinion, inconsistent. They'll lose against the Pacers, Piston... Rocket Magic type teams, team. and then they'll beat the, uh, the Nuggets the next day. They're like the Bucks. <laughs> we beat the Nuggets, yippee! It's like how can you beat Jokic and Jamal Murray, and then the next day you can't beat like Jimmy Dean or people no one knows. It's like I know that Sam. bad teams can beat good teams, but if the Bulls want to see themselves in the playing tournament, they will not be losing to the, the, the Rockets or type team like that yeah it's confusing we'll see they do have all-stars and DeMar DeRozan Zach Levine and uh, Nick Vucevic big three so they do have experience and talent and we just gotta hope that uh, the ball goes their way that's really all we have on the Bulls like playoff picture the news so to speak we want to pivot to a player is not playing at the moment, but some news that came out is very alarming, and 
I'm gonna give my opinion, like what I believe should might happen after we talk about it, but just go over it in fast pace. Lonzo Ball, point guard, they signed beginning of last season to four year contract. He's a very experienced point guard. He averages like thirteen points a game, six assists per game, so his good numbers. He's good defensively, he's a good leader. He does have some talent uh, off the ball and on the ball, which I like. And he's definitely a driver for this type of team with uh, Lucevic, DeRozan, and uh, Levine. He fits the Bulls' structure, roster structure, uh, Billy Donovan's coaching scheme very well. He has not played since January 2022 due to injury. Mm, And he's procedure. He had knee procedures. He's been pushed back times of both. Is he ready to go for the playoffs? Is he ready for the final stretch? Nope. He was being pushed back. There's some rumors that he's struggling to run. DJ Van Bulls said that he heard that he has been putting some pressure on the knee, which is good to hear. Yeah. He has, through practice, uh, the the running part he, he cannot do for long. I think that's what's concerning. And as far as uh, prediction to see where uh, Ball's career goes from right now, I say that he will be able to come back, uh, but it's not going to be till really next year. Like, they got to really scope out, uh, see exactly what it is, because right now it's unknown, like, what is causing the pain after all this time, after surgeries, two surgeries, right? Like, uh, once they figure that out, I believe that's, um, and then with time, right, like, that's what heals the wound, right, so I believe he will be able to come back. I know it's concerning right now with the news we're about to share, but um, uh, really I, I have hope because he is, it's not like he's 35, right, he's, um, he's still very young and at 25 years old. Like he's be able to recover from something. Um, we will be able to co- recover from um, being hurt uh, faster than someone that's that's been having this for well, has been doing this for a long time. So I know it's shoo like since he's been the Pelicans, he's he had an injury there so. Now we're worried about how, like, just himself, right? Like, if he can even still play, play ball. So, I I have hope that he will. We just gotta see how he does. I know it's slow. My thoughts are that his career is over. I know it's a negative stance to take, but. This is going to be the news of Sharon. He's going to have to get his third surgery, third procedure on his knee. And he was already struggling to put pressure on it. He was already having difficulties even moving from some of the news they've scared. So it's going to be his third procedure, which is going to push the timetable back even more. And I'm not a doctor. I'm not his athletic trainer, his coach, or his dad, or his anyone like that. But... If he's already getting uh, multiple surgeries, he's already struggling to even move. I want to look at the long-term picture, the big picture. 
because does he want to be 40 years old he's like i can't move like he's stuck in bed or that's, that's too young he's stuck at home in a wheelchair or something no and i think he should have a serious sit down with his family and loved ones and friends and the nba the bulls and decide should he continue to try to play or should he hang up his shoes and say i do not want to do this but for my health long term i have to make decisions to step away of course I, as a fan i don't want that but as a, a realistic person it's something he could should consider he should like who knows he could make he can make like a dramatic comeback oh yeah one day like oh i actually feel right but if, mean, if he needs to do that for right now looking at the long term if you will like um yeah go ahead and go ahead and do that but, yeah and a but, possible thought is maybe to say i'm stepping away for a few years and try to like rehab really well and try to train and like that's the word continue to play the r word like um Swing. on his own and maybe for example like let's say he's 28 and he's like i'm ready to come back because if he can't even move but a final stranger, stranger things have happened. oh yeah of course <laughs> uh, a final comment before we close with the bulls talk yeah. for this week before you you, oh, sure. you give that uh, I, I was trying to think of while we're discussing this like how many players um trying to, i was trying to think of which uh, coming up with an example of a, one player or two that has come back before after they said they're done I mean, there's been players who said they were done, like Michael Jordan, but that wasn't because he couldn't move. That was just because he wanted to play baseball. True that. Uh, I couldn't come up with with any. But I don't have any examples. They're, they're there probably famous. is, though. Yeah. There's been some examples in our sports, but in basketball, besides like Michael Jordan stepping away for... Personal reasons, I can't think of any like injury related ones. Like he had to retire due to injury, and he's like, "I'm yeah. back." Yeah, but the close, yeah, yeah, the closest ones that they then retire has to be with like Bulls legends, Rose and Levine. Yeah, I definitely say Rose. Devastating injury, like, and they are able to come back strong. Oh, Rose for sure. Like his injuries and stuff, people like he's done. But he's managed to play less explosively. But he's been on the Knicks well and stuff. Yeah, I'll show you. That's the famous saying. All right, so back to the final comment. I'll just have to say that can the Bulls weather the storm of out ball? Can they get out of the cellar where they are in terms of their record? Both possible and we'll just have to have hope and optimism that the Bulls can at least sneak in as a planned seed because regardless I'll say the season was a failure sneaking in as a temp seed or we're not making the playoffs for failure in my opinion but as long as they can make the plan game and actually win to make it as like the eighth seed because I would say it's a high disappointment if they were the temp seed and they, they easily lost like they have to make the least the eighth seed or seventh seed. They have to. Yeah. If not, it's failure. 
But what's your... Um, My opinion? What, yeah, what, what do you believe? Uh, my opinion is the Bulls can probably sneak in the temp seed because the East yep. is pretty weak. We need to see. We need to see if they can win a few more times. Yeah, the East is weak right now, and they do have Vucevic, Levine, DeRozan, who are experienced. And I think they can at least win a, a few games. And would the Bulls have a great record? No. I think they maybe at the end of the season they could have like a 42 wins or something. At least some record where they snuck in, but it's going to be low regardless. It's going to be like a 500 record. But as long as they can sneak in, I'm whatever. Yeah. I say they at least can sneak in to the play-in. I know that's a dirty word, if you will. Yeah, we... Uh, I say, but I don't believe we're gonna be like settling. Like, oh, this is this is all, this is it for us. Like, no. But I truly believe we can now have a better chance to, because everyone really has played well, um, that has been able to. Uh, yeah, like we could, we could be the eighth. But I say like we could be the eighth or ninth. We'll, we'll have to see right now. Well, I don't want to be stuck in that. No. <laughs> but um. But playing includes the ninth, right? Eighth and ninth. Uh, is it, Two, I think it's the right? uh, ninth. Ten, isn't it seven, nine, right, seven, seven, eight, nine, ten? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. That that makes total sense. Yeah. So uh, I believe we we should get beyond that, like hopefully. But um, I hope, like my my biggest hope, we can get the seventh. Could we avoid that. <laughs> but yeah, eighth would be best. But as of today, the teams that are in the plan, if it started, would be the Wizards in 10th, Raptors 9th, Hawks in 8th, and Heat in 7th. And of the teams I think the Bulls could get ahead of, the only one that the only ones that scream to me are the Wizards. I think mm-hmm. they could pass Even them. Even though we lost them. And <laughs> the Raptors, I think it's possible they could. But I think the Hawks and Heat are probably a little bit good, better than the Bulls because good defense. Yeah. Nyra's that great, but they're still in it. It's not over. Oh, oh, uh, them too. Let me check. Uh, really good um, offensive teams. Got like slasher, <laughs> like Trey and Bogdanovich, and then Adebayo now and yeah. Butler. Um, Robinson, Hero, like they, they have a solid team. Like they crush a lot of a lot of teams. So I'm worried about that. But, but my honest opinion, either team, any of these teams that sneak in is like the eighth or seventh seed are gonna get swept. Cause the Bucks and Celtics are far too good. True that. Like any of these teams that sneak in, Bulls included, will all get swept fast. We have beaten the Celtics and Bucks this season. Sure, but and before too, right? But I think with Tatum and Brown, like and Williams healthy, and on in the playoffs, are going to turn it up a notch. And the Bulls are like, yeah, those are some really good three points um, teams. Oh yeah, and very talented defensively, well coached, and I think Giannis, Tatum, we far too much, and any of those teams will go home. 
and if you take a look at our on the west there's our our favorite well the one that we're rooting for uh the kings wow they have risen i was about to say the number three but nope. they are now this is rare territory they are now number two can't believe it <laughs> so they, yeah. they're gonna be tough to to beat too I, and we have we're facing them uh, very soon uh, next week or so but yeah that's gonna be an exciting one it's not gonna be. We know it's not gonna be easy. Nope. But we. Uh, I mean, really, what we're looking for is some good basketball. Um, hence the, we can get in, play in. <laughs> like we do our best. I know. Before I set the goal is, we're gonna make the second round. <laughs> but I wanna. I want to push for that and. Like like everyone said before, we problem is not is not sc- scoring for us. Like we we need defense, and we got some someone that has spark the sparking that and like I feel like it's making everyone else better with that. So as long as everyone you know Caruso, everyone <laughs> they can stay stay in like stay locked in we could do it well final point looking at the Bulls schedule let's just say like for fun how many wins it could get based on teams maybe they'll beat so let's say for example they beat the Rockets Canes up Blues probably Timberwolves I think they could beat them Heat they seem to play poorly so let's say it's a loss uh, yeah, Sixers now. I think they'll lose both of those you know, let's say they win at home with we'll split. Uh, split. Blazers, mm, probably lost. How's they right now? They're playing decently. Yeah. Lakers on the road, no, they'll lose. Yeah. Well, actually, LeBron's not playing, so let's say they win. Yes. Clippers, they'll probably lose. Lakers at home, they, if LeBron's not playing, I think he can win. Hornets, they can win, I think. Lamelo's also out. Yeah. Grizzlies. Must say they lose. Uh, Hawks, they could beat them, I think. Bucks lose. Mavericks, if Luka's not playing, a win, I think. Oh, for sure. And Pistons, they can win. So their schedule's not, like, horrible. It's easier than... It's... I mean... It's easier than what I've said on paper, but you never know with the Bulls. Yeah, true, true that. It's... I say it's kind of in the middle. Yeah, I'd say it's in the middle. Really good... Like the Sixers and Kings. Yeah, but it's those a four teams. Bucks like, uh, but it's not horrible. Um, like Celtics again and <laughs> Nuggets. We could beat the Nuggets though. <laughs> Look at last night. <laughs> well, that concludes our Bulls talk. We're gonna transition to some more topics very soon. Stay tuned for more. We have some breaking news to discuss concerning Lonzo Ball's season and his career. Bro. 
heartbreaking. Yeah, we would like to share that his feature for next season is looking bleak, but there is some hope because this might put him up against the challenge for coming back. He'll be able to rehab, see how it goes. But um, sources close to him are showing that. He, after he just had third surgery, that he's, he had, was it cartilage? Yeah, this would be his um, third procedure. Yeah. Yeah, so it's concerning that this is Lonzo Ball's third procedure, which he'll be undergoing. And he's been out since January 2022. So now he's going to miss the rest of his season, which we already knew. But there's fears and which are possible. He's going to miss all next season too. So as we discussed in our opinion piece earlier, there is fear that Lonzo Ball might never play again because of his third procedure. He's unable to make it onto the court in a long time. There is concern that the doctors, those close to him, might try to tell him, convince him that he needs to hang up his shoes because the fear of getting injured beyond repair and hurting himself for his future once he's done with basketball are too big of a concern. Yeah, him as a as a human. Um... Yeah, you don't want to to further jeopardize like your own self. Um, so, but um, the true the true news out of this after coming from this third surgery is that for him to come back, he just recently underwent a cartilage transplant. So that that's what I was looking for a second ago, and. So if he is able to come back, which is um, we have to look at next year, uh, unfortunately, and also being deep in the season, it's like, all right, we already stopped coming back this year. So, um, yeah, he is joining a few uh, other NBA players that have or athletes that have underwent this sort of procedure, cartilage transplant. So if he does come back, he um, obviously, his goal is to be the first in history, the first in NBA history to return after Carlos' transplant. So, yeah, hopefully this makes him feel better at at uh, at most. Like he's able to run around and you know be actually play uh, in scrimmage and practice. Um, who knows, this could lead him to be able to play um, sooner. Uh, we just don't, don't know how long its don't recovery know. will be. But, um, yeah, he's been able to play this year. Uh, so, yeah, the hope is that he's just feeling back to himself again. And we'll, we'll go from there. That is what we have on Lonzo Ball. So, Warm thoughts, prayers for him as fans, but also as a person that it's going to be a difficult long ride, but hopefully he can 
overcome and at least play a few games before he might have to retire. Uh, yeah, we're, we're keeping calm and having lots of lots of hope for him. Uh, health comes first. What is up? We're the greatest podcasting ho- hosts in the world. We're just as good as Sammy Guevara. He's wrestling. We're podcasting. That's how good we are. We're right. him, but we're the reverse blog. All right, peace out, my man. Welcome back, and we we're ready to discuss finally the state of women's wrestling. And it's been on our minds for quite a while, and it, we want to go straight into the fact that it has not been the best, hasn't been good, uh, fairly bad on both major companies. Uh, I believe the one bright spot is that with on independence, that it's been a success. It's been. Um, very healthy, I would say. It continues to be, but um, based on what we've seen as fans being on what we've seen on TV, it hasn't been um, the most healthy. So we wanted to, to, to talk about that. So, yeah, so uh, we're going to focus on... The two companies, it's All Elite and WWE. So, yeah, we'll just, we'll just go uh, between um, each company. We'll talk about the wrestlers themselves, superstars, and just how how we're, we're feeling at the moment. Yeah, so in I tend to watch more of All Elite. That's the one I enjoy watching the most right now. I did actually get to watch a bit of SmackDown on well, last Friday. Because I got off work and I managed to make it home before it was over. So I watched a little bit on TV. But I don't remember there being any uh, women's matches that stood out to me from last Friday. But I could be mistaken. But... I don't remember. Oh, you're able to see the last hour. Yeah. Yeah, that means that Charlotte and Rhea, they, uh, right now they're in the rivalry um, over the championship. They, yeah, I believe it was Ripley that, that had the match. Oh, yeah. That, that, That's that right. Had. Yeah. Ripley, yeah. yeah, it wasn't anything overly like good, but um, I, I would say it was better than the last week that she was on. Um, she was on SmackDown because she's a Raw star. And she was able. To, she, right now, she's challenging for the title at WrestleMania. So, uh, well, if she wins, then she'll join SmackDown, which you know, it's a nice change. I mean, that could mean that the Judgment Day, um, the the group as a whole, could. That means that they have to come over. <laughs> but um, who knows with the brand split WWE? Like, um, if there's there's gonna be a draft. Probably the best spot will be after WrestleMania because this year, um, this past year, they didn't have one. So it's pretty inconsistent. Um, they don't always have one. But um, if um, as like higher ups, whoever, like they decide to 
bring back the draft, then yeah, we'll we'll see that happen. But otherwise, then it's gonna be like a all in all, which I actually don't enjoy as much. The only time that that should happen, it's like oh, if it's like all elite, right? Their roster, oh, well, their roster might be large, but like it's in general, like if you have a smaller roster, it's like all right, we don't have it's not enough, so everyone could could be belong to they don't belong to any brand like they just could go anywhere so yeah i personally think that this is my opinion but i enjoy the women in all elite more than the current women wrestlers on wwe but that's my own opinion and it's biased because i like all elite a little bit more so that's Sure. Yeah. yeah, it's fresh. It's new. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a good thing that there is a second company. Yeah. Um, yeah, because you could see someone, uh, you know, pop over or uh, just having a lot more um, options is is a good thing, and it keeps like the whole market, <laughs> so to speak, like uh, healthy. I'd say like, and, and it keeps you on the toes too. So that means like we're gonna get something better from other like, um, as far as like TV, like that's how that's how it is, right? Like <laughs> everyone keep uh, competes with with one another. So, but I believe deep down, like you know, everyone's happy that there is a lot more out there, and. Yeah, it hasn't been um, amazing. Um, I know we're slowly starting to see right now because we wanted to talk about this a while, but like right now, it's uh, we've we've had some bright spots, but I feel like not enough. Like we don't have like emphasis on the women's divisions. Like they uh, definitely, I feel like they've got less time. Don't get me wrong; they do get um, the headlining, um, the main events from time to time which is like that's gonna stay um that's awesome like they continue to be on the equal to the men's division um although like i believe it comes down to like story like the they're not put in story at all or they're like in a bad like storyline um for example right now on raw like, on paper, it's going to be an amazing match. Um, I know they've faced off at least once before, but um, this is WrestleMania. It's going to be huge. Um, Asuka, number one contender, going up against Bianca Belair, the Raw Women's Champion. Like, she has been at the top for the last two years, I'd say, being a, being a champion now for, for a long time, for over a year, since last year's WrestleMania. And so Asuka is being with their new persona, um, bringing back, um, they call it the Murder Clown, um, her old persona when she was in Japan, like, and almost like the Asuka we've seen at NXT, like undefeated for over 500 days. Uh, well, being a champion, um, never losing, like being dominant, like we we pull like a little bit of each um, part from from those times, like, and this is the Asuka that. I guess we've been waiting for it because um, I feel like the fans like we wanted to see the change, and now she's going up for a championship. But there's no real like interest, I guess, 
Um, it's not like over the two, like the ones that you want to see. So that's kind of the issue right now. It's not like they're not emphasizing the fact that this this is a big deal. It should be. Um, there's there's nothing to it that gets one excited about it. I could say the same thing for uh, Charlotte and Rhea. It's like they're just playing back. The only story is that they're playing back from three years ago. But the messed up part, I don't believe anyone's talking about, is how Rhea, yes, she lost, but she was the champion. She she says the words, oh, um, Charlotte put me in my place. But you, you're the one who, as champion, usually it's the other way around. It's always the other way around. Like, you win the Rumble. The challenger is the one who challenges the champion. But that year, uh, Rhea being NXT Women's Champion, she's the one who came out of nowhere on Raw and challenged Charlotte. Like, oh, pick me. Basically saying, me, me, me on the playground, right? Like, So that part like, is just funny business. It's like she wanted to face her just to, just because... All right, if you want to, you know, if you want her lost, like, all right, that's that's your fault, right? It's like, but this year she has a chance to try to, I guess, redemption um, three years ago now. So this is right. I just wish that this this is what it was um, three years ago. But um, I do predict that Rhea is going to um, is going to be victorious win the big one once again and yeah throw throw off uh, charlotte flair the problem with charlotte is that yes she comes from the royal uh you know royalty to wrestling uh rick flair's daughter like we all know that but like too much of that um i believe it's gonna get better because you know with her changing her song and her just being her like we have to emphasize that so much but like she's just always had if she's not in the title picture like she's always had like an automatic like shot at the title it's like she doesn't earn it it's like all right they don't say it but like oh it's because she's you know with the family name we know she doesn't want to she goes back it always goes back to like her family it's like oh just because she is so good like all right just say that more like she's good but we want to see her prove it like everyone else. And it's hard because she is supposed to be right now, like she, she's been a bad, you know, a bad girl for a long time. Um, but now she's, she's come back after a break after, um, you know, healing. She, she's good. Like, you know, fan favorite. Like I cannot take that because all the times, like I said, that she, has like just jumped the line and all right i get a title shot just because it's like that's i had to say like it's that's boring right like there's nothing behind it so back to the current times like no no story it's like are there just because it's like you want to bring it back three years ago but the reverse happened so it's supposed to happen like the challenger challenges the champion all right that's 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 right that's correct but then it's like all right the other side story is charlotte came back and just won the championship like that like that's messed up (laughs) 
like she just called out it's like all right i want to challenge you now so i get it you know it's like so yeah that probably catches you up on um what's going on now yeah wwe No, but there's some interesting ones in AW. I hope they continue because my favorite women's wrestler in, in any league, Ronda Rosa, she's not wrestling at the moment. She's still badass. rehabbing. <laughs> she, yeah, she is badass, but she's injured right now. But she's got an opportunity to be a commentator for uh, the Spanish broadcast, which I think is a great idea. Still be out there and... I've listened to her a little bit because I follow her like on social media and she posts some of her audio from the commentary and she's very knowledgeable of wrestling, very good, which I knew she would be, but she's very good on that regard. And some of the storylines they're trying to hype up is that like, for example, Riho is in AW, Kushida, they've gotten some opportunities. And the one that it's still a little bit not that exciting for me that I want them to change it up. But the issue for the AW in that regard is that once they change it up, then the storyline's over. And the one I'm talking about is Jade Cargill. She's undefeated, 54-0. Not lost yet. And like she's bad to the bone. Well, if she loses one match... Then her storyline, that's like her whole entire persona at the moment, over. Which maybe that'd be okay. Maybe they need to figure out something else. Because she is badass wrestler. She's not someone that taken lightly. But As far as the wrestling, that's, right. that's, that's the part. <laughs> that's what I mean. But I don't know what they would do. No, yeah, I just want to emphasize What's, that. What storyline they would figure out once she's done with this storyline? Like, what's the new one? What's her next uh, rivalry like? There will be one, of course. What's What's the next match to be booked? Right, like. But I'm not yeah. sure. My opinion: which wrestler in the women's division they should be make the one to defeat Jay Cargo? Like the options to put her up against. These options are like, for example, Tony Storm, Jamie Hayter, Britt Baker. Those are like options are good because I know they're like. Scab, but I mean like realistic. Obviously. Established on um, the roster, experienced established for at roster. least a year. Yeah, they're like Nicole Matthews. Like no, I mean someone who's like, yeah. After that debacle, or they're like <laughs> that I didn't see, but you the, he described it I really saw, well. Yeah. And knowing Nicole Matthews being like one of the few um, independent uh, wrestlers, originally from the Man Classic, discovered down there. Man. <laughs> And I Something know, else. I know there could be like, let's do, make it a woman's wrestler who just joined AEW last week. Like, well, no. I, I'd rather it be someone who's experienced. She's been in AEW. Probably never won a championship. Right, never won a championship. And she takes it from Jay Cargo like in this yeah. epic match. That would be something that would be like, well, yeah. she lost, but that's exciting. I was glad yeah. to see that. Yeah, I, I'll throw out one name that has been on the roster for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, recently came back and that is from Indiana Ruby Soho oh yeah that'd be good uh, I like Ruby Soho that'd be good <laughs> yeah I believe she has had her shot before but uh, 
some interference or what what have you like this didn't work but i believe she if she picks up some wins along you know right now and she can go up against jade once again yeah that'd be an interesting one yeah this is the tbs championship we're talking about yes that is right yeah all in all um i know we're focused on women's wrestling but uh with this undefeatedness, it's like, all right, which one's more interesting? We'll have to go with the TNT Championship, right? Like, that one's always been, like, pretty. It's not the world, like, the top championship, but it's like, all right, um, I don't know what you call the third tier or tertiary like, championship um, TV title. Like, those, that one is more fun right now. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, of uh, Right now, it's still Samoa Joe and Wardlow uh, fighting over it, right? Uh, or in the mix of in that division. Yeah, it's still yeah. Wardlow, but yeah. I think so. Yeah, it's still Samoa Joe. There you go. Yeah, so that that that's, keeps on going, and yeah, they're friends actually, um, which what makes it intriguing. So yeah, I have to catch up on that. But right now, uh, we have. This talking about this division, Riho just coming back. Um, yeah, one thing we we're talking about off air is I wish that they would make it feel like just emphasize it again or really just put them out there more. Is all of the Japanese um, talent that they have, such as Riho, Hikaru Shida, um, and many others that only get to be on dark or um whether it's roh like they're only like in this level and i have to question too someone who's wrestling in japan or been in the mix mercedes martinez oh, like yeah. wh- where has she been <laughs> yeah i was just saying did she quit or where is she? yeah because really she's part of both she's ring of honor champion um but yeah first thing like she's um all elite let's say so um, things like that, like that's pretty crappy. Like, they there's so much like amazing like talent, but it's just not like utilized to like its full. You know, it's, Bates? it's like Leva Bates, Where's yeah, she? the librarian. Like we know she's good. I've seen her like in Berlin. Like this is in my neck of the woods. Like she's wrestled for Shimmer, which is like the biggest. Um, like indie um, company that there was and so many people came out of that um, Athena originally oh, yeah. came from that Asuka came from that um, Athena's fun uh, Tika Knox uh, Mercedes Martinez probably the biggest one um, like that was there for a long time um, became well known Thunder Rosa has been before if I remember a few times Britt Baker Britt Baker too She's uh, original on that. So I know that seeing them outside of TV, how good they are. Like, I, I believe, like, they can be much, much more than what we just see. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was great seeing at World Wrestling 19, seeing uh, Athena and Fun Rosa in the main event match. Such a good match. That was a great one. And also, It had to be in the main events. That shows you. Yeah. <laughs> and also seeing yeah. the 
Uh, Miranda Elise against uh, Sky Sky Blue. That was fun. Oh, actually. Miranda Elise. Yeah, yeah. She's another one that that, was fun. that I've seen on the circuit. Like it. Yeah. Actually, I've seen some of them uh, outside of like they jump from like another like if MLW is and I was like oh I saw her, like in the crowd or something or just like hanging out by like the concession or something yeah so yeah that passion right there it's like yeah we have it and we see that some of these wrestlers have it like we just want to see it because all elite is about that like NXT is not so much anymore for right now still not about signing or like emphasizing like indie stars like you know back like starting with um like pack neville sammy Zayn, kevin owens like emma and and Paige. like they that's how it nxc was like for a while but now they're trying to do both i guess now with uh dragon lee coming in is like the hottest um from the mexican territory um coming in and yeah you're gonna need that like it's not gonna feel legit um people get hurt if you don't have like some like semi like established like wrestler like to actually be in the mix so right now jamie hater is champion still right so, yeah, we have Jade Cargill along with her at the top. They don't have a tag team championship. No. Right? Um, but on the other side, um, it's fun just in, like, in short, like, the women's tag team championship um, right now is pretty intriguing. Now, um, Becky Lynch and Lita being the champions. Um, they went against Damage Control, Bailey's faction um, of D- Dakota Kai and EO Sky aka EO Shirai yeah she changed her name <laughs> yeah she was always known as the genius of the sky but yeah that one uh, bringing the two hall of famers legends back Wrestlemania like it doesn't get bigger than that so I look forward to that um, continuing that should be an amazing match um, it's not going to be for a championship but Six women tag team match, so damage control versus Trish, Lita, and Becky. Um, and so I believe with that, like, it's always going to be something amazing that happens. Like, because I mean, really, Becky Lynch is the biggest in my eyes, but also like many people, like, opinions. Um, I would say it's fact <laughs> that Becky Lynch is the biggest superstar in the women's division in WWE and not Charlotte Flair no matter how many times that she's um got a title shot or or not she's just yeah because she's a fighter she like talk about Mox being one that we see every week like she fights like about every week and doesn't go away it's like she doesn't like demand that she like has like the best matches so, between her, Bianca, and Asuka, like, talk about MVPs of in WWE. Like, that's why they are looked at as, like, amazing and why they should be um, going for the championship. Um, 
and for now like Rhea Ripley is like coming up like she wants yeah, to be champion right. like for real <laughs> this time, it's like, yeah so yeah I believe she's so far it's been one time uh, Raw Women's Champion but this time like she's like brand new with the judgment there it's like much darker like I believe she's built herself up as like legit like wrestler so um, she's always been amazing it's just that her being a part of like the main um, like the main being like the main like feud or rivalry so look forward to that well thank you so much for your interest in wrestling that concludes our discussion so that's we didn't really get to her band. We thought we were going to, but that didn't happen, yeah. which I'm kind of glad we didn't. But we did. We, we kind of halfway. Halfway. Right. right. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, we'll, we'll discuss more uh, about um, All Elite and WWE uh, Women's Divisions in the near future. And with that is the end of 107. We look forward to you coming back for 108 we will discuss more the bulls as they come up to the end of the season and more potential breaking news as we um, head to the playoffs for the nba is there anything else see ya